the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi think wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of, uh, of women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. So, what's new? Anything? Oh, no, I mean, not nothing around here. I mean, but you know, the world's gonna. All right, so that's good. Hello, say something real quick. I'm still here. Okay, cool. All right, I'm just making sure it was good on your end or good down here. Recording on all that. All right, cool. We're fucking going. Yeah, so uh, how was family family night or whatever you guys did? Eat, eat dinner, whatever. Oh, it was fun. It was pretty rowdy. Ended yeah. with uh, a few games of Scrabble. So we're officially old because we play Scrabble after dinner. <laughs> it's fantastic. But uh, I did get in dildo is a word. Ah, yes. So yes, uh, it's accomplished. <laughs> um, that is good. I, I was going to say this too because like uh, I've always been a bigger guy. I've definitely gained some weight in the last year or so. Sure. And Feel you. it's funny though, because I started, I started lifting weights again too, mm-hmm. a few months ago. And so strength wise, I'm up to just about as strong as I've ever been in, in, you know, I mean like as far as like squat and like bench press goes, mm-hmm. but I'm fat. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I have this, uh, they call it thick nowadays. This, <laughs> yeah. Thick with, with three C's. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so I have that uh, that plate carrier vest, uh-huh. and uh, I I was getting it out to show my uh, in laws, you know, because we're talking about the boogaloo, right? And uh, oh. holy shit, man, the the muffin top thing, you know, because the chest carrier only comes <laughs> yeah. down to about the bottom of your rib cage, oh, so yeah. it looks like like you know the whole fat guy in a little coat thing. Yeah. It's like that on steroids because <laughs> the actual plate itself is only like ten inches wide and like twelve inches tall. Yeah, they're small. So it's like. This, <laughs> It's this, like, <laughs> you know, fat guy with like this tiny little thing on his chest, but it has these buckles that go around the side. Uh-huh. So it has the effect of like accentuating your spare tire. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just fucking ridiculous looking. <laughs> there was a, uh, I'll just be memes going around. It was like, uh, I think it was called Meal, Meal Force One, and it was, um, it was over, overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat, That's huge dude. Yep. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> oh, yep. Wow. That is good stuff. Yeah, so I need to. No. So we do the we did that. Uh, uh, I mean, for me, it's just eating food. I'm, you know, I'm oh, yeah. not like. I mean, I'm pretty inactive, I guess, compared to the past. But sure, it's it's. I think the activity is there for me. It's the diet. I eat like fucking shit. I do I drink too, too much. The drink, help, yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I'm I'm the same way. So we we decided here before Christmas. We were like, we should probably just me and my wife like make some like. Just some decisions to like change, uh, you know, like a little bit. Like I'm not going because 
diets are cool, but you know they're temporary. They don't last very long. Because you, especially right. me, because I love bread and I love sugar. So, mm-hmm. and those are the two worst things. We all know that now. And you know, I'll, I'll like diet hardcore, and I can do it, and I'll be strict as hell. You know, eating nothing but good foods, no sugar, no bread, just vegetables and meat for the most part. You know, and I'll do it for like three weeks, and I'll lose ten pounds. You know, yeah. And then after that's that, my thing is the, yeah, you, you, the you, yo-yo effect. You know, you go down, then you go back up. It seems like every time I go down, mm-hmm. I go up, and then I go up like harder than I was before when I went down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'll you know then I'll I'll have like one cheat meal. I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can have this Snickers. Yeah. Then that turns into like just going fucking crazy, and so before Christmas we decided that we were gonna like not like just go crazy and like super diet because we know we'd both just say fuck it, but we yeah. decided like kind of a low carb diet. We've been eating mostly like a keto ish style for lunch, which is basically our dinner. Because I'm on second, so yeah, and then like dinner is like. We try to, like, stay somewhat, you know, like that. Weekends, we just eat whatever. Um, if we do, like, yeah. to, well, today's weekends, we eat pizza. But, like, it's, and I have lost some weight, and I've been doing it. Obviously, Christmas, I just kind of went, you know, nuts and right. ate whatever. But, you know, um, yeah, it, it, I get it, man. Dieting sucks. Exercise, I mean, I like to lift weights, but I don't like to run. I don't like to do shit like that. Like I hate cardio. I do. And Yeah. I guess. Uh, so we we started I mean cuz we already pay for like Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And then uh we have cameras on the house so we pay the extra money for the the extra iCloud storage so that you can have like you know smart cameras or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was only like 5 or 10 more bucks and then you get the Apple News Plus and then also Apple TV stuff which I don't you know what's on there. Yeah. And then uh, the Apple Fitness thing. So here yeah. this week, we've uh, wife and I both have done the, some of the Apple Fitness stuff, and they're they're pretty good. I was kind of. I, I mean, if you ever done any of the like the Beachbody stuff, I mean, it's basically like that, except they add new stuff every week. Okay, I, I have that actually. I got that a while back. The, the where you get the two terabytes, I think, and then news, yeah. and I already, I already had music. I already had like half of the stuff, and I was like, well, I'll just pay the extra ten right, bucks yeah. and get. And I've I've actually looked. I looked. I opened it up and I said, "Ooh, that looks cool." But then I closed it and I said, "I want to go do other things." <laughs> but yeah, I need to. I yeah. mean, and it kind of really sucks because with fucking COVID nineteen and you know the the world falling apart, we have a gym at work, right. and on second shift nobody uses it. So I went back to work after being furloughed for those three months. I went back two weeks before like they brought everybody back, and. Right. Uh, it was cool. I was like, you know, no one goes in there. It's second shift. I get an hour-long lunch, so I wouldn't even eat. I would just get, like, a small snack, like some almonds or, you know, like some beef jerky. I'd go work out for an hour, you know, 45 minutes or so. And it was like, this is amazing. No gym membership I got to pay for. I, you know, I have this hour that I got to do something with, and fuck it. You know, I don't have to go anywhere. So it was working right. out, and I wasn't even, like, changing clothes. I just wearing my you know, normal dress shit I wear to work. And I did that for two weeks. No, about three weeks, actually. And then, I'm, I don't know, maybe a month. I don't know, something like that. Three weeks or a month. Anyway, 
and then COVID nineteen, and you know they're like you get they say shut it down, like they 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 closed it off, and I was like, what the fuck? And that's been yeah, they did that back in like I went back in June. I think they did that at like probably July or something like that. A month about a month after, so yeah. So I haven't worked out since then. I just excellent. Yes, you know. Instead, I've got Sam Adams and all its glory. It's all you need. It's like a. It's all you need. Yeah. You ever had a cold snap? Yeah. The, say the say the Kolsch. No cold snap. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty good. I I don't know that they make a beer that I haven't had. Probably I mean, other than like yeah. if they had something new come out this year or something maybe, but yeah. I, I was on. I was. Sam Adams was like my favorite thing for a long time, and so I was always like getting their variety packs every time they make one. Yeah. Well, they're good. I've you know. I remember Boston Lager. They don't Lager. make a bad beer. No, they really don't. Boston Lager back in the day, I remember used to be like, it was really good. And then they came out with a whole bunch of shit since then. Yep. Anyway, so everything that is happening in this world, what do you think? <laughs> no, I have I have two directions mm-hmm. that I'd go. And, and the one that I have probably talked about the most with family and friends is kind of the one that's the least favorable to Trump because I live in a conservative world and everybody around me is kind of, you know, Oh yeah. Here's the the pro conservative stuff. And to me, it's all right. So we've been, you know, QAnon or not QAnon. We've been, you know, whatever, trusting the plan of, you know, Trump for four years now. Right. Yeah. And we started off, with, uh, you know, drain the swamp and all this stuff. And then we've also started with like, you know, Jeff Sessions and Rex Tillerson and all these guys who were appointed into his cabinet who mm-hmm. have been fired from his cabinet. And we're supposed to believe that it was because they were, you know, incompetent or against the president or this or that or the other. And that trend has continued, you know, whether it's James Mattis or Jim Acosta or, you know, you can go on and on and on. And we finally arrived at Mike Pence, right? So we have successfully blamed everybody who's ever been part of the Trump administration, except for Donald Trump, for the shortcomings of the Trump administration. Absolutely, yeah. And so even without discussing literally anything else, what does that tell you about Trump? And in my opinion, if you look at that, I like to think objectively, it tells you that... uh, this guy is probably an extremely incompetent uh, leader or manager type, yeah. and he can't pick people that fit his team in such a way that he can accomplish the things that, as a leader, he wants to get done. And I don't know what other message to take from that other than going the complete conspiracy route that says that, oh, well, the deep state's just that big, and you know everybody's the deep state except Trump. Right, right. No, as I understand exactly what you're saying, and I mean, I'm sure some people's that are listening to this right now, their their heads are going to be, you know, I guess we're listening yeah, I mean, to I mean, it. Yeah, it's meant to out. make you think because I wonder yeah. about that too. Is like, oh, I no, mean, no, if I, this is supposed to be it, then I mean, where's the information? I mean, how many times has he sat there and said declassify everything? When mm-hmm. you know, you know, he's the president. He 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 genuinely could declassify virtually anything he wants to. Yeah, and he hasn't done any of it well, right so many things he, he, drain the swamp you know he, he so and this shit it drives me up the wall because he says it they all say it powell uh wood 
you know, Sydney Powder, Linwood, you know, they're like, we have it. We have the, we have the evidence. We have the, you know, the cracking. We, we have the information, but we're not going to release it yet. And that's just been a thing since for right. fucking ever. And I don't know, do something, get off the shit or get off the pot, you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and the latest one is the whole Italy did it thing, you know, where supposedly there's this guy in Italy that worked for a big defense contractor in Italy. And they're the ones that, you know, had all this data and they sent it around and manipulated it and sent it back. And that became the final vote total. And mm-hmm. this guy was supposedly the one who pushed the go button and he's admitted it all. And yeah, I, I mean, where is it in court though? Right. You know, I mean, because right. literally anyone can say anything. Sure. I'm Q right and, now. I'm Q. I've, I've been doing this, you know, I mean, it, I think we've talked about it before. Like I, the whole Q thing bugs the shit out of me. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I, I love the idea that there's guys on the inside and they're taking down these pedophile rings and that they're really draining the uh, swamp I, and we're going to, we're waiting. We're going to get everybody. We're going to, you know, all the corruption and all the, the, the fake conservatives and the, or the, or the rhinos, they call them now, you know, we're, we're we're going to get it done. I love that idea. Sounds fucking great. And one day it's going to make a fucking fantastic movie. I just don't know, like, I don't know, do something. Like, give us something for fuck's sake. It's always these, right? I don't know, it's just, it's it's empty bullshit that... It's a LARP. Yeah, it's a fucking LARP. <laughs> That's live action role play, if anybody doesn't know what that means. Yes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. And, you know... I'm not against Donald Trump per se. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I've always kind of like thought he was kind of a buffoon a little bit. Cause you know, you listen to him talk and stuff, but he also does make me laugh because the shit he yeah. does say, and he, he isn't afraid to speak his yeah. mind. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. Sometimes the shit he does on Twitter, you're kind of like, geez, dude, but I don't know. Like, it, I feel like, I think for a lot of, a lot of conservative-minded folks, one of the main things is Trump makes all the right people mad. Mm-hmm. And conservatives enjoy seeing that because yes. it looks like he's throwing all the right punches. Mm-hmm. And I think he's good as far as like his instincts in things like the culture war and you know the, the politically correct stuff and things like that. But there hasn't really been a whole lot of action behind it you right know, it's it's just been kind of a personality thing and, and you either love the personality or you hate the personality and we're at a point where so let me back up i guess so not long ago right before christmas we were hanging out with some uh friends of the wife and i that are that are both you know much more liberal i mean straight liberal i mean compared to us and mm-hmm. uh i was talking politics with the uh, uh husband and and the way I look at it is what I asked him was, you know, we're on different sides of the fence, but it's how, how much do you think Donald Trump actually believes? And that, and then that was what he and I talked about. And that all kind of came to fruition over this, you know, riot at the Capitol thing or whatever you want to call it. Because in my opinion, if you were Donald Trump and you actually believed that, you know, all these foreign powers interfered in an election and it was like the fate of the Republic at stake and, this and that and the other, then when that event happens at the Capitol, it would have been Donald Trump is leading those people up the stairs or 
the National Guard is there, but they're on the side of the protesters because, you know, Congress is complicit. I mean, they were they were calling Trump Pence basically or not Trump Pence, Mike Pence, basically yeah. a traitor at that point. Right. Right. So if you believe that stuff and, and you're the president, that's not something that, you know, two hours after it happens and the media says, oh, this is really bad that you then backtrack on and say, oh, this is really bad. So to me, that all kind of made it look like, yeah, this guy doesn't give a shit. He's just saying whatever he thinks he has to say to be the most popular one in the room, whatever, in whatever room he's in is what he'll say. Uh-huh. And right now, as he's the president who's about to leave office, you know, he's, he's more worried about the, the legacy. I mean, if the legacy is this guy sucks, then, you know, of course he's, he, he bailed on those people forthright. Now the conspiracy says there's still something coming right in the yeah. next 10 days or whatever, but oh. I mean, come on people. It's been three years of, Next week, next week, next week, and yeah. fucking nothing. I mean, four weeks ago, it was Mike Pence is going to save the republic, and now it's Mike Pence is a treasonous bastard. Right, right. right. That's what... You know, and, and that's all we have. And it was... Before that, it was Sidney Powell, and you don't hear dick about her anymore. No, so. no, you don't. And Lynn Wood, he kind of still talks about shit, but I, I don't know. But... Well, he, he reverted back to the Epstein stuff, right? I mean, uh-huh. he's digging yeah. up conspiracies that are three years old, and like... I mean, my thing is that, like, in him in particular, he claimed to have, you know, audio files and some other evidence in these sources and stuff like that. And to me, it's, I mean, if you really believe, like, what he's saying, that, you know, the fate of the Republic is at stake, now is not the time to just say, John Roberts, you're a pedophile, and I know it, and I have evidence, and you better come out and say it, or I'm going to release it. I mean, if that's the case, and you really think the fate of the Republic is at stake, you just release the information. Because yes. this isn't 1984. It's not like you give it to somebody and that somebody might be dirty. I mean, you just go pump and stuff, pump and dump this stuff on, you know, Dropbox or on Reddit or on Above Top Secret or 8Coon or, or whatever the website is. And then everybody freaking has it. Yeah, exactly. And then it's out there forever in the wild. Yeah. And, and you can't get rid of it. But they won't do that. And so it's either gross incompetence on their part or it's all a big grift. And Occam's razor says it's a big grift because that's the simplest explanation. Yeah, no, that, and that does make sense. I mean, and that's honestly, that's what I believe too. Like, like I said, I I want to, I want to believe that it's all true, but we've got, we got 10 days or yeah. What did it? Today's the ninth. We got, yeah. Well, the 10th now. So yeah, 10 days and it's done. That's it. Like, you have to, uh, you know, persuade 300 million, not, well, not quite 300 million, but you got to persuade the United States, you know, that, hey, look, you know, here's the evidence, actually put it out there like you just mentioned, and, and just dump it. And then people are going to be like, oh, yeah. fuck, you know? All right, what are you about? I mean, and, you know, I guess, so no one thinks that we're super crazy like liberals because we're not by any means but like we also don't agree with any of the other shit that's going on in the world right now i mean it's right. all fucking crazy i just i i don't know I, I think for the longest time the q thing has been like the cool thing and uh you know trump likes being popular so he just rolled with it and uh i, I he really in my opinion he thought he was going to win this election because he didn't campaign for Dick. He didn't do anything, right. you know. But uh, uh, Biden and he was out there at least fucking driving around in a bus, you know, and actually campaigning. Right. Like Trump thought he had it in the bag, and that's you know, and the Q thing was cool, and you know, it, 
you have that whole entire group that thinks you're, I mean, literally Jesus, yeah. I almost think. Like, it, it's like, a that's a cult. You know, I say all the yeah. time now, Q is religion it's, and it's, Trump is their God. I mean, it's, it's a cult of personality. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. It, I think uh, one thing people got to realize, too, is, you know, back onto the, the shitty campaign is, and again, I'll, you know, sound like a crazy liberal for saying this because mm. of like, oh, my gosh, all these people at these rallies. Well, he didn't really do any rallies in the states that ended up mattering until barely the week before the election. Right. And then they sat on the whole Hunter Biden laptop thing until the week before the election. Now, I think if you had that, which they did, they had it back in January, you should have pumped that as soon as you got it. And then, you know, the argument was all of the media won't ask him any questions about Hunter Biden. Well, imagine if you gave the media more than a week to sit on that and you put the information out there in the wild, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, do more of these. Ra- I mean, there's just a hundred different things. And, but the big one I wanted to get to is, and if people go to uh, that uh, John Sullivan guy is just the news, look at his podcast. He's got an episode. It's back in October, I think with a uh, Phil Klein who used to be one of the attorney generals of Kansas, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about some of the election lawsuits he was onto. And this was before the election, mind you. And it was all related to how Mark Zuckerberg spent upwards of $400 million on the election this year, but they only spent that money in like six different states, which I'm sure you could guess which six states those were, right. and only in specific cities in those states, which I'm sure you could guess which cities those were, right? It's going to be Detroit, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Atlanta, Philadelphia, you know, so on and so forth. They knew that if they just hit these urban areas in these swing states really, really hard, they could probably probably find enough Democrat votes to flip the election. And it would appear that they did that. Now, obviously, a lot of people are going to argue fraud, and, and that's fine. That's not really the direction that I'm going. But my point is that regardless of trying to make a legal claim about, you know, well, the state legislature didn't say that Pennsylvania can vote this way, so therefore it's legal and all these votes have to be tossed. I get that argument, but the reality we're stuck with is that those votes happened and they have not been tossed. Mm-hmm. Now, the Republicans knew this was going to happen before the election, right? This was stuff that was like a year in advance when this money started getting spent. Oh, yeah. And what did they do to meet that? Nothing. They did Jack Diddley nothing. Yeah. They, and, and in fact, they discouraged people from mail-in voting. I understand the objection to mail-in voting. I am not a fan of mail-in voting. I think it should be almost illegal. But it happened. And the thing that you should have known is that especially given the COVID thing. And again, even if you think COVID is bullshit, I mean, that's fine, but a lot of people don't. So if you're going to push, if they're going to push mail-in balloting, they should have met that head on. And they should have been, you know, if the Democrats had people walking around neighborhood blocks with a box of ballots, the Republicans should have been doing the same thing. But rather than try to beat them at whatever the game is that they started playing, they just sat on the sidelines and whined about it. And then they got beat and got spanked. And now they want to have all this stuff tossed out. And it's not that I disagree with them. Like, like I think that stuff should get tossed, but they've sat kind of on the corner whining about the rules for so long that all the courts in these states have, have been taken from them, right? And a lot of these mm-hmm. legislatures have been filled with people who are more concerned about climbing the ladder or the status quo. And so they didn't win in any of the legislatures where they thought they could overturn some of this stuff. And here we are. So, I, the Republicans have to wake up and realize that, you know, I, I mean, I, I understand the fraud thing. I do. But there are things you can do, even if you can't win the fraud argument that could maybe help you in the future. Right. right. Because 
I don't, I don't know what else your options are. I mean, what are you going to do? You're just going to lay down and let them run roughshod over everything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they got played. They really, they got outplayed. That, that's really all. You know, they Zuckerberg was smart. You know, and and they all Biden and all they were all working together. And, and was there some weird shady shit going down? Sure, I bet. I mean, I watched a video today, and you know, I think I've seen it before, but. It was some polling place, basically doing like a Facebook Live video, and it was like, "Hey, yeah. come down, make sure you vote." We got, and they were giving away gift cards. They were basically bribing people to come vote, which is illegal, you know. And, and they, didn't, they didn't bribe them for which candidate to vote, but obviously, you pick the area, and you're, you know, you know what they're going to vote for. But right, th- I get that. That's that's one illegal instance. That's almost kind of like the, uh, you know, the, they found you know a few few fraudulent votes, you know. Or right. dead, or sorry, dead people that voted, you know, like that kind of stuff. We we know it happens. Yeah, it does happen, but that's it, it, almost like minuscule compared to like all the other big shit. Like they focus so heavily on the fraud thing that they should have focused on the other things, like like you said. And I don't know, they got outplayed. I, you know that Republicans just kind of well, sat there, and you know, and I don't know. Yeah, if I look at it from that angle, to me, it's like they got outplayed. But then rather than admit that they got outplayed because they're ran by a guy who's a narcissist mm-hmm. by all measures, right? Rather than admit that they got outplayed, it's, oh my gosh, they must have cheated. Now, I'm not saying that there was no cheating or that that's off the table because I wholeheartedly oh, absolutely investigating that stuff. But I mean, it seems like pretty out in the open that there's other things they could have done as well and they didn't do those things. So would they have won anyway? I mean, I just... I don't know. It's the whole thing is is frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, you know, the only other thing would be that you know Trump is still he's exhausting every possible legal avenue before he calls in the military to start cleaning house and arresting people and all this stuff. And you know, Italy did it, and there's going to be this huge international arrest and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Maybe all that happens, but you got a week left. So if in a few yeah. days there's still nothing, then I there's nothing. Right. It's gonna. You know, it's I, I was watching a video today, and it was a Viking King dude. You know, the one that yeah he was first. He was a Antifa, you know, uh, dude who was disguised as Q, and then he was right. I mean, he's double agent, double double agent. Now he's supposed to be what whatever Kennedy's son, and nice. he was a special operations guy. And he's been, he's basically, we know Q's not one person, but he's one of Q. And, yeah, you know, it's his job and, and, and another guy's job was to do all this. And they, they were the, 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 the terrorist act, you know, they were supposed yeah. to go in there and they seized laptops and all kinds of stuff. And we do know they took uh, Pelosi's laptop. I don't know if they took anybody else's laptops, but supposedly they took a whole bunch yeah. of laptops. Trump has it all. Um, the cops were obviously in on it too. That's why they let them inside, um, and that 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 is really suspicious. Why the cops just kind of like, oh, you know, come on Definitely. in. <laughs> I mean, but it's like, and they're waiting, you know, till the very last minute because they want all these fake conservative rhinos to come out and all the traitors of the U.S. to come out and. And that's why they waited. They and also also Trump has given all these people every opportunity because he is he's a good person 
and he wants to give them the opportunity to give themselves up. And he's even made like personal phone calls to some of them to tell them he has the evidence on them. And it's just a little bit longer. And, and then he's, then that's it. That's it. And he's, they're going to dump all the evidence and they have it all. Uh, you know, yeah. Like, like I said, it's going to make a cool movie though. Yeah. One of my things with all the, like, cause I've seen that a lot lately too, is the whole, Oh, well, Antifa was really the ones doing the, you know, they got everybody to storm the Capitol and nobody would have done otherwise. Mm. I mean, Black Lives Matter and Antifa said the same thing when they were writing that it was un- undercover cops that were starting the fires or yeah. it was uh, paid actors that were starting the violence and getting the mob to go along with it. So I would kind of dismiss that just out of hand. Oh, yeah. Now, it is kind of suspicious, some of the videos I've seen of the cops just kind of, you know, where they let go of the barricade. They And the cops just walk away. They're just like, fuck it, and they just start walking away. Yeah. And uh, even the room where the lady got shot in the hallway, the cops are there standing in front of the doors, and then you see the camera guys like, hey, man, I don't want you guys to get hurt. You should probably just leave and let people through. And then about 10, 20 seconds go by, and the cops just leave. And then they bust down the window. Chick tries to go through it, and she gets shot. And, you know, it's like, why are these cops leaving? Are they under orders? Or, you know, the other one that I wonder is conservatives love to say that, oh, well, when the boogaloo comes, you know, the cops in the army aren't going to be on the sides of the left. Well, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a conspiracy. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe some of these cops were just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't like any of these assholes that I'm here guarding the doors for either. Maybe. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So does it even have to be a, a crazy conspiracy thing? And then the other one that I would point out too is... <clears throat> As much as everybody says, well, the cops never stopped any of these Antifa fires and, and some of those big riots, right? There wasn't enough of a response in a lot of cases. Uh, I would tend to agree with that, but I would also point out that government exists to protect itself. So even in Portland, where you saw the big clashes between Antifa and cops, those clashes only happened around that federal courthouse, right? Because the government is protecting government property. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just your house or your business, they don't give a flying fuck. No. Even in Kenosha, where all that shooting happened with the Rittenhouse kid and, mm-hmm. and you know, all that violence that was going on, uh, the cops weren't in that area because the cops in Kenosha were busy protecting a courthouse. They, they weren't interested in the car dealerships, which is the reason all those guys with guns were there in the first place. Yeah. So- when, when something like that happens, I mean, you are absolutely on your own and the cops don't give a flying fuck. They work for paychecks and their paycheck says you protect the government and you enforce laws around government property. And that's what they do. Absolutely. So, uh, I mean, of course, there's not going to be this heavy handed push in all cases. Now, the Capitol building, you would say, is government property. So why wasn't there a heavy handed thing? And that's the shadiest thing to me is because there wasn't really much of anything especially knowing that they had talked about calling in the National Guard or did call in the National Guard a couple days in advance, right? So you would think the Capitol building, knowing that there's going to be a protest, would have been, you know, had fences up like the White House did back when the Antifa BLM stuff was going on. Mm -hmm. So there is room to wonder there, but I don't know that that makes you, that you can dismiss all of it just out of hand. Because even if there were 20, 30, 40, 50 agitators there, that are the ones who got a lot of it going. I mean, there was still, you know, a couple thousand people up there right around that Capitol building doing stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. And then the other one, and this would be uh, people who hate this, and this is going to be kind of throwing shade at some of the protesters even is 
if you're going to raid the Capitol building or what the news is calling it is a siege oh, on God, Capitol Hill, yeah. you don't go there with the thought that you're going to leave. Like if you're going to fight a revolution, you're going to fight a revolution. So you don't just go there mm. with your selfie stick or whatever and walk in and say, yay, look at me and then leave. I mean, that, that would be one. Like if you're, if you're going to fight a revolution, fight the revolution. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily mean you have to be guns blazing, but I would say, look at like the civil rights movement in the fifties and sixties, right? What did a lot of these people do, right? The, the black leaders at the time or the activists would go to businesses that they weren't supposed to be in and they would just sit there peacefully, yeah. right? They're not doing anything. They're, they're breaking the rules, right? Because they're somewhere where black people weren't supposed to be. And then they just stayed there and made, you know, the cops or whatever the authority was uh, physically remove them. And now they didn't win overnight, but in time, that made a difference. And so if you're going to go into the Senate building and your goal is to protest and send a message, why weren't there 100 people in that Senate chamber, everybody sitting in one of the senator's chairs, waiting for the National Guard to escort them out? Because right. that gives you a whole different set of imagery than just people breaking glass windows in the Capitol building and running out with Pelosi's podium or taking a picture with their feet up on her desk. Like, I get that. It's all kind of ha-ha, whatever. But yeah, uh, I, I think the imagery of... Well, then doing more of a sit in thing is more powerful than. And and maybe looking. that that would have been classified as peaceful. Who knows? Maybe. Probably not, because <clears throat> as soon as, you know, anybody besides Antifa or BLM go protest, it all of a sudden becomes a terrorist activity. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I watched a video today and it was a. a a reporter, someone with just a camera phone, probably. But she was like, I'm I'm the press, blah, blah, blah. And there's a cop. She's like, what's going on here? And he's like, like, kind of sit, like, stand up against the wall. And people are just walking past him. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, no, don't go in there. <laughs> and uh, she's like, something, what's going on here? He goes, no. She goes, can we go in there? He goes, no, you can't go in there. And, nice. and like... I mean, people are just walking and, and walking. And it was it was really funny. Like, I think that they were just probably like, fuck it. It's not worth it. You know? they All the uh, the senators and everybody were already evacuated. So at that yeah. point, there's nobody to protect besides a building that is public anyways. I mean, right. and, and that, I, have a, I have a pretty big beef with the whole, you know... Like people, they're they're getting mad that people went in there. That that that's a publicly funded building. Our tax dollars paid for that building and everything right. in that building. So honestly, we all should just be able to fucking go there whenever we want. We should be able to go in and sit in on their fucking meetings whenever we want because they work for us. So yep. I mean, you know, those people they 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 should be able to do that, and the cops shouldn't be able to stop them. But yeah. You know, absolutely. So I would say definitely, probably, like you said, less, less of a conspiracy necessarily, and probably more just uh, what I, you know, fuck this. I'm not going to sit here and and you know uh, risk getting my my life, you know, uh, fucked up or, or killed. You know, I just walk on past guys. You know, yeah. So you know, I think the other one with that too is <clears throat> for people on the Trump train is look how quickly he bailed on all of that, uh-huh. right? I mean, he he sold, he sold played a part in selling all these people that, you know, the fate of the republic is at stake. 
And then within an hour of that going on, he'd immediately bailed on it. And then also because of him, not that I've seen a lot of people get charged with it, but being a, a monument building, it's, if they charge him with that, that's a mandatory 10 years in prison. Sure. Yeah, so it is. To, to gin that up and then walk away from it to me says that he probably doesn't believe that this is the end of the Republic. It was all just a big grift because he can't admit that he got, you know, he got got. Yeah. Outgamed by a Democrat. Yeah. And on that note, I've heard a lot of people say, well, if you look at a Trump rally and he'd get, you know, 10, 20,000 people to show up and then Joe Biden gets six. I mean, but all Joe Biden's support is coronavirus fear. And then they weren't letting people into his things anyway, because coronavirus. Right. And then also, I think another strange thing that people kind of forget, and I think this is kind of a weird marker of a time of transition that we might be in, is Donald Trump is one of the first ones to win having spent significantly less than his his opponent, right? So Hillary outspent him like, I think it was like almost three to one in some places. And Trump still won. And so it's like, wow, you know, he he won without all these huge donations and some of this huge spending. Well, maybe Joe Biden is the first one to win without having to do a traditional arena Packer campaign. Because I, part of the other thing too is that, you know, it is 2020. We can read what people say and listen to what they say and watch them say it without having to see them do it in person, right? Yeah. So is, is he maybe one of the first campaigns that we're going to see where somebody can do almost all of their campaign on YouTube and reach more people than, than actually having to travel around and do, you know, physical location stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not, I don't know that that's exactly true, but it's something that people should consider, right? Because it is 2021. Internet well, does yeah. exist. Everybody has a phone. They did tell half the country to be fucking paranoid. So I don't know that that many people are paranoid, but judging by the amount of people I see wearing masks, there's an awful lot of them that at least comply. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would say you would definitely spot on about the uh, use YouTube and, and social media to promote your platform. But we've kind of of recent events have definitely figured out that if you are uh, not a leftist, that would never I, work because you will get shut down. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, you talked about Trump um, kind of bailing on him, not, and not only him. Holy shit! You know, I I find it comical at this point. How many Republicans were uh, just, we can't believe they did that. And, and you know, everything was, uh, you know, fine. But then you went into the Capitol, <coughs> excuse me, you went into the Capitol building and now you guys are terrorists. And, you know, you got right. tons of Republicans. And, you know, somebody like Dan Crenshaw, which I like Dan Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's a, he's a good guy. I think he's smart. Um I don't agree with every policy and everything that Dan Crenshaw says. Yeah. Um, I don't have to, you know. I mean, that's that's the the beauty about being able to think for yourself, which you know we obviously know that not not everybody does that now. But you know, I don't have to agree with him on everything. And right. uh, you know, uh, he 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 said something like, "This is unspeakable," and something about running into. People were running in there with the flag, and that's not what the American flag represents. And he had he wore that flag running running into the battle and and fighting your enemies. And these people aren't your enemies. And I just kind of laughed and was like, they, "Well, they are, right? I mean, these these people are my enemies. I don't like anybody 
that works right. in that fucking building. I shouldn't say anybody, but I don't like the most of the people that work in that building and they are not doing those jobs in our best interest. They're doing it to, to make money and for their own self-interest, which is the opposite of why they're supposed to be there. But yeah. I mean, tons of Republicans jump ship and I'm thinking like you get, they're stupid. Like your party is obviously pissed off. I mean, 39% of the country believes that some that the election was stolen 39 percent almost half right. i mean republicans you are good luck next go around you probably won't get voted back in a lot of you won't because of this kind of shit right here people don't forget that easily so i mean i don't know i, I it's almost like because then dan crenshaw came out again it said something today and kind of almost flipped his story and was like you know these <clears throat> Not that he was saying he wasn't supporting the uh, like what happened, but he was talking about censorship and something like that. But he, he ended up like he's basically playing both sides, and it's like, dude, yeah, like so. Were, were, did you really think that way that it was a terrorist or terrorist activity, or were all of your colleagues starting to starting to say that? And you were like, well, I bet I better I better just follow suit because that's what they're all saying. It's like, right. and I don't know if that that's really what happened or not. It just kind of seems like it. So I don't know. Think for yourself. If, if if he was doing that, I don't know. If he, I guess if he's not thinking for himself and he's just doing basically caving into peer pressure, then I did lose some respect for him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and it very well could be because the way the parties work, mm-hmm. uh, in order to get like on a committee or something, it's, it's about money and then playing the game. Sure. Right. Yep. And so if he's trying to, you know, be a ladder boy or whatever, mm-hmm. then there's an amount of game playing that is just baked into being in a party because yeah. pe- a lot of people don't realize that the parties are not official government entities, right? They're private businesses. So, you know, in a lot of ways, it's like anything else. It's it's going to be more about who you know than what you know. And it's going to be less about what you do. It's going to be more about who you do it for and when. Mm-hmm. And so some of the the sucking up bullshit stuff just becomes part of it, you know, at some point. And so maybe it's that. Maybe he's just super ladder boy because i'm i'm sure he knows that he has a, a popular following on social media mm-hmm. right he's been on joe rogan several times yeah. and joe rogan says that he likes it right he's he was uh part of why he got famous was because of the whole uh saturday night live thing right when the guy made fun of him oh. losing an eye or, or whatever so yeah, yeah. He, he's been out there in pop media for a long time and i'm sure he knows that he speaks well he's obviously confident right because he came from you know, the seals or whatever. So he's not a non type a personality. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I could definitely see it, you know, somebody cut out to, to ride the ladder. Mm-hmm. And what, what do we do about that? Cause that's kind of the thing with Trump is that he's one of the first guys where it's like, we're trying to get away from it. And he kind of shows us that we can get away from it, but obviously he didn't succeed in the end. You know, otherwise we wouldn't be where we are now. So, you know, what do we do next? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I think it's just it's, it's irritating to see, so many, Republicans basically abandon their own team, you know. And and, and yeah. it's funny that I say that because, I sit here all the time and I say, learn to think for yourself. You know, so many people just gets what their team says, so they're doing it. So you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess if that's really the way you think, then I mean, I don't know. Then. Maybe you don't want to right. be in politics anymore. Because, I mean, there's a, I mean, honestly, I would, I, the percentage of the Republican Party now that is, 
I guess, Trump minded per se. Like, right. it's huge. It's it's definitely the majority of the party. So I think if you honestly, if you're not going to think probably like that, you're probably not going to be able to get back in, you know, next Absolutely. go around. I, I think Ted Cruz, I mean, you know, I think you you watched his speech or whatever. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we, we sent it in that group and he nailed it. You know, he talked about that 39 percent, you know, he even said to the Democrats, He's like, you know, hey, he goes, 39% of this country believes that this election was stolen. You have to at least entertain that idea. And you have to at least perform some sort of audit. And he's like, he goes, and and Democrats, if you're so confident, then what do you have to worry about? And he he fucking nailed it. You know, they they, they forget they work for us. You know, Mm -hmm. if if 39% of the country believes that this was stolen, then you better fucking damn well perform some sort of deep investigation right if we're asking for it then you do it that's what right. i don't get is you know we're supposed to be a you know a that's represented by the people and, and 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 most of the time it's not you know it's it's they do whatever they want you know and and then they say oh well the people don't want it no 39 percent of the fucking country wants it just because a junk a chunk of democrats are saying no but if you guys are so goddamn confident then what does it matter it's 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 just a waste of time at that point. But then you can come back like, look, we told you so. So, yeah. I don't know. I think definitely uh, Cruz twenty twenty four. I mean, so what do you think happens though if you know if and when Biden gets in there and within the first year we see those two thousand dollars stimulus checks <clears throat> and then he also forgives fifty thousand dollars of every individual's student debt who has student debt. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Republicans missed that boat. And, uh, you know, the money doesn't matter at this point. That's no. fiscally irresponsible. But yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I think we're kind of beyond the pale we when are. it comes to that. Fiscal and conservatism, so for, is, is it's done. It's dead. It's, yeah. So, so for the average Joe Blow who's, you know, apolitical or on the fence, you know, and you, you judge things by, you know, the economy, which is really code for your pocketbook. Uh-huh. And, you know, some guy who's just given a family of four, eight grand. And then if you're married and you both went to college – up to $100,000 worth of student loan forgiveness. I mean, that's huge for a ton of people, right? Even yeah. even just people that are like 20 years old, right? And mm-hmm. that's basically paying for maybe even a four-year degree in an inexpensive school, right? Yep. So, I mean, uh, what better anyway. way to ensure that your team continues to win, that you create a socialist-type economy, which, I mean, we're already there anyways. Um, yeah. And even going down communism lane, I mean, what better way to do that than to hand out, and it's not free, but right, yeah, hand out free money. I mean, hey, you know, because, yeah, you pay off all a chunk of that student debt. 50 grand in student debt gets paid off. That's fucking huge. Like yeah. we said time and time again, $50,000 is life-changing. And if, yeah, it is. And if you can pay, can cut down, because that is some people's student debt. You know, mm-hmm. and you're not making that payment anymore. That's extra money to go to your savings account or, or you yep. know, to, to buy in a house or, or whatever, you know, for right. a young millennial person that fucking majored in basket weaving. I mean, right. you know, it's, that's huge. And, and $2,000 stimulus checks, you know, you know, that's, you know, for a family of three, that's six grand or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. or a family of four, you know, gosh, you know, I, I know some guys that have, you know, they have three kids. That's, yeah. that's, that's $10,000. $10,000 yep. is a nice chunk of change to get. It is. I mean, so, yeah, what better way to ensure that? So, yeah, he does something like that. And I've been saying this for a long fucking time. <laughs> Donald Trump should legalize marijuana. 
I oh, mean, they, they they missed it. They, so they voted against that Moore Act because the person listed as the author of the Moore Act was was uh, Kamala Harris, and you know obviously they don't want to give her right credit for anything. So that's part of the reason they vote against it. And then they all come out and say, oh, they're more concerned about you know passing a marijuana law than they are you know COVID relief or whatever. And yeah. maybe there's something to that. But I you know as much as the Republicans would come out and say well, we need to get away from these, you know, omnibus bills where they do one 5,000 page bill for, you know, uh, a million different problems and they just need to have two page bills for one problem at a time. Uh-huh. Well, the funny thing is that's exactly what that marijuana bill is. It was, it was literally two pages long. And yeah. It was for the, the thing of marijuana. It said marijuana is going to be legal. Everybody who's currently in prison for either possession or selling, right? That's something that's nonviolent uh-huh. is in, in not trafficking like between countries is going to get out of jail. Yeah. And then all the tax money that the federal government is going to make through this federal national sales tax on marijuana, that money is all going to go back to the communities that were hit the hardest by the arrests, which, you know, everybody knows is going to end up being your more urban black and, and Hispanic neighborhoods. Yeah. Which, again, I think for any rational person, especially for a conservative or libertarian who's like, man, the drug war was a mistake, that's exactly what you want, right? Like, if they're going to tax it, then at least the taxes are going to the people that they hit the hardest. Right. So, yeah. I don't know that there was any, and I say this as somebody, I mean, I honest to God, I have never smoked pot in my entire life. I've been around it plenty of times. I know a ton of people who do it. Mm-hmm. I've sat next to people that were smoking it and all that stuff. I've just never done it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a totally a goody two shoes thing on my part, but at the same time, like, I don't necessarily think there's something wrong with it in and of itself. I mean, I think culturally there's questions we have to answer, but you know, I don't think anybody should go to jail over a plant. Sure. Oh, yeah. Everybody that I've ever seen, you know, smoke pot is usually more chill than people that I've been around who get drunk. Oh, 100%. Right. And, and so for yeah. a guy who's coming home from work, if the stereotype is he slams back seven beers and beats his kid and beats his wife, I mean, would you rather that be the norm or are you more pissed about the guy who gets home from work? He's exhausted. He had a stressful day. So he, you know, smokes a joint and passes out on the couch at seven o'clock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, which one's <laughs> yeah. preferable? I'm not saying either one of them is necessarily good. Well, it's just, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, people. What are yeah. we really talking about here? Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm sure that bill will come back or or something, you know, very, very similar. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, I said this, like the marijuana thing. I said that at the fucking you, beginning. You no, know, you know, on, that, on that note, let me interrupt you real quick. That will okay. actually be interesting to see if the Democrats were serious about it. Mm-hmm. Or if the only reason they put that bill out is because they knew that it wouldn't pass. Because Congress does that a lot, too. Very true. So. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. I mean, but going back to what I said, you know, <clears throat> what, what what better way to ensure that, you, that, that they keep winning, to, to, to pass marijuana, no, legalize marijuana, and uh, hand out free money. But I, I was, yeah, what I was going to say was was back to when I, I was saying Trump, if he wanted to continue winning in the, you know, or this year would win. Uh, I said that, you know, first year he was in was he, he has to legalize marijuana. I mean, that, yeah. that's huge if you legalize marijuana across the entire country. You know, I'm not saying that because I want to go smoke pot. I can't even smoke pot for my job. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not that it's just, I don't know, but yeah, I, I get so tired of the, the wannabe fiscal conservatives Right. And, and then it's like, but they have no fucking problem giving Corporation A billions of dollars. And it's like, well, hold right. on. That's not conservative at all. But, but like, you know, it's like, they're just a joke. All them old fucks and, I, well, 
they all need to go. Term limits need to be a thing, but right, you know, it's yeah. I just I don't know the 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 I don't know the the protest things. They they got they had me so wound up the other day with the way people were talking. It's almost like they were like I, I, I kept making the joke is like you know everything's fine and dandy until you invade the king's palace, and and then it's right. like everybody conservative democrats like whoa, whoa hold on it's like yeah you got a little too close to home it's like oh did we scare you i mean because we that's that's i god i wish i had a little more balls and like really put the fucking pressure on because they were in there for what half a day at most but yeah if that i don't know and you can go down we didn't talk about this conspiracy theory but you know like uh the cia toppling governments you know in the past, they've done, they've had, you know, the same kind of things. I think you actually shared an article. I think it was a Wikipedia screenshot, or maybe another friend of ours. Happened in Syria in 1953. They staged, you know, a a riot or whatever. Um, right. For, you know, the same exact thing that just went on. These people go in. Oh, then all of a sudden we got to have these massive, massive shutdowns. And, you know, these are, uh, you know, it's a big terrorist activity that happened, you know, yada, 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 yada. Right. Uh, I don't know. The what do you think about the tech censorship? You know, that's a that's a tricky one to come with cuz I'm not necessarily for the repeal of section 230 <laughs> because uh the problem with that would be if you don't give these companies any kind of immunity for things then now they're liable for everything. So the incentive without any kind of Section 230 is going to be to just not allow any speech that Twitter doesn't explicitly approve of and think is also innocuous. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a lot less stuff altogether. I mean, it would be like the equivalent of, uh, you know, what we see with like big corporation emails, right? Everything is going to become about compliance, not about innovation or sharing ideas. It's going to be about how do we not rock the boat, not how do we get things moving forward and that would be bad for everybody but it's also clear that we can't just leave things like they are because we see this sort of negative one-sided thing that from a political standpoint really looks more like a in-kind donation right because if they're only allowing you know one political viewpoint that should be viewed as a no different than like cnn or fox right they have to you know like if they do political stuff that has to be counted as a in-kind thing and uh I think everybody would like as a libertarian talking about roads is basically sin, but I'm going to talk about roads, right? <laughs> so yeah, right. It's getting so spicy. A road is basically a, uh, a public space and also a, a sort of public utility, right? Now there's things you can't do on a road, right? You have to abide by the speed limit on the road. Your car has to be in working order. You have to have a license to be on the road. You know, your car has to be up to date. You know, there's rules mm -hmm. and nobody objects to the rules. I'm not saying that there's no objections because I don't personally think public roads should exist to begin with. But my point is that everybody thinks that those are, that's basically sensible, right? Like even if the road was private, the private owner would have an incentive to make sure that, you know, people aren't dying on his road or people aren't yeah. tearing up his road. So there's still going to be rules that come with it. So we all kind of agree that basically when you go into McDonald's with your family or whatever, you don't want or expect there to be, you know, naked strippers there in front of your five-year-old. 
right? Right. You know, no, no shoes, no shirt, no service, right? No public nudity. You can't just pee anywhere you want outside the Walmart, right? And everybody's fine with that because we acknowledge that these are unacceptable behaviors. So when it comes to online stuff, I think it's fair. Like, like they need to define what is a platform and what is a reasonable amount of censorship that is good for the public without going so far is to stifle things that are just opinions or hyperbole or whatever. And so to me, it would be, I mean, you could start with the same kind of things that you're not allowed to do in public. So for me, the things that you should allow or maybe even mandate to censor, I don't don't know. I hate to use that language, but maybe you start with like uh, uh, pornography, right? Or it's also a crime to incite a riot, right? Uh So uh, stuff like that. I mean, there's even laws in place, you know, in that sense that, that, that could say, I mean, this is where we start and then we go from there. I mean, nothing is going to be perfect. Everybody's going to bitch about no matter what they do. But we obviously can't just keep doing what we're doing. I wonder, too, if one of the ultimate solutions wouldn't be to just break them up, kind of like they did Ma Bell back, you know, way back in the day before we even lived, you know, where there was basically one phone company and then they split it up into several phone companies. Yeah. Maybe it needs to be something like that. Maybe maybe Twitter needs to get cut into thirds and said, you know, here's, here's Twitter, here's Twatter and here's Twitter. You know, you know what I mean? Like, right. 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 Uh, <laughs> I want to be on Twatter. Yes. But, uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's, there's definitely needs to be conversation there. I don't think necessarily a wholesale repeal is good, but we can't keep doing what we're doing either. Otherwise it's going to just get worse. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, so the libertarian argument for this is for a lot of them is, for the the Facebook's a privately owned company and they can do whatever they want, right. so it's like okay, but kind of. I mean, it's also a publicly traded company, and that means mm-hmm. anybody who owns stock in Facebook is technically part owner. You know, you even get a little thing. You know, every year when the board of directors meet and they make certain decisions, right. you get a vote. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I know if you own a small percentage, it doesn't really mean dick, but still, you. Uh, so I almost kind of think the the argument of it's a you know for facebook and twitter for instance uh, is to oh is twitter public i think it is yeah okay okay yeah so those aren't private companies so maybe they don't get to make those kind of decisions um now you know parlor's different but also parlor's not where you know i guess we're not we're talking about right now but right so with that argument i just you know it's like well hold on you know I get what you're saying because I'm all about private companies doing what doing what they want because they own that company. But at the same time, this isn't necessarily a private company. But right. you know, like censorship is it's a weird road to go down because you know I've I've made this argument before and it talks about Antifa. So it's uh, hate speech. Well, we'll start we'll start with hate speech. I, I get why hate speech was ba- was 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 banned. Whatever years you know, fifty years ago. Um, the, the N-word, you know, everybody can agree, okay, yeah, it's not right to call someone that, you know, and, right. and you know, if, if, if you're calling that, it, you know, you're, that's, that's, that's bad, so, okay, we're going to ban the N-word. Well, what about, you know, uh, you know, the different racial slurs for a Mexican? Well, you know, I guess yeah, that falls in the same category. Okay, Jew, yeah, it falls in the same category, and you, you know, you go through the, the list, and, okay, so we're not going to, you know, no racial slurs at all. Okay, cool, all right, that, that's hate speech. Okay, cool. Well, you know, then... You know, fast forward 50 years later, you know, it's like hate speech has now grown from just like this little this little group 
well, this is hate speech. Now this is hate speech. Now this is hate speech. Now it's like uh, in 2021, you know, everybody has different fucking pronouns. So, you know, you go by a she and I accidentally call you a he and you're like, well, that's hate speech. And I'm like, huh, what? Well, you know, fast forward even another hundred years, I get thrown in jail because I accidentally called somebody the wrong pronoun. Holy fuck, how did we wind up here? Because you censored speech. So, you know, it's like... You almost well, that's where we're at is because, I mean, you can still say the N-word and, and you, know, you know, use slurs for whatever race. It's just culturally we have deemed those things to be unacceptable. Yeah. And so if somebody is offended enough, they could take you to court for harassment and they would probably win. Mm-hmm. But they're not wholesale illegal, right? No, like no, no, You no. can still say that freely. What the left is trying to do is amplify that to the point like where you're saying in the future where it just becomes automatic grounds for dismissal. Right. And – you know, it'll always start with something like, you know, the N-word. But from there, is it going to progress into ideas, right? So I don't think that government should pass a carbon tax for climate change because I don't think, you know, X, Y, and Z. Well, if that's not an allowed opinion, right, you go into the bucket of, you know, extremist or, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you kicked off of a platform or you yeah. know, your, your social score or, or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, you know... <laughs> Antifa's biggest thing is to basically silence anybody who who, th- who doesn't think like them. And yeah. it's like, that's fascism. That is fascism. To, to, to stop other people's opinions and to stop other people's free speech is fascism. So, mm-hmm. now fast forward to the last couple of days. I mean, holy shit, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, every fucking service you can think of is now has banned Donald Trump from everything um, and every other conservative out there and tons and tons of other accounts. And it's like, well, holy shit, like that's that's communism. I mean, you guys are doing it. You're really fucking doing it now. Right. <clears throat> so I it's I don't know. Wild times, man. I almost think like. Are we going to end up having, like, two different internets? Are we going to have, you know, left-wing and right-wing internet? Sure. You know, if that I, makes you wonder. You yeah. Know, like, I, why not? You know? Right. I, you know, and to me, that it's funny that, you know, we kind of end up there because, in my mind, this is never going to get solved at the federal level because I think clearly some of the beliefs between, like, you know, what we might say is left-wing and right-wing uh, are not reconcilable at this point. You know, clearly, we want two very different results as far as, uh, how we pursue government. Mm-hmm. And the only solution there is going to be some kind of secession. And, you know, I don't know if that happens right now or if it happens a hundred years from now or whatever the case may be, but that's the only solution in all honesty is in the end is, is can we peaceably break this thing up <clears throat> without devolving into a state of open war or doing it in such a way that it dramatically just demolishes you know, economy, you know, can we get back to how it was kind of early 1800s, except, you know, without slavery, mm-hmm. where we can be 50 states that are sort of just loosely organized with this one principle of if somebody attacks Florida, then, you know, troops from Kansas go help. Because that's basically what it was supposed to be is something like that. Right. And then the only time the feds get involved is when, you know, Wyoming tries to cheat Texas in some trade deal, right? It becomes a federal issue, not a state issue. Yeah. So, how how can we walk it back to that instead of just having this huge, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because if if we, we if now. we could go back to that, then you know, absolutely. And and, and we we've said this I think probably a thousand times on the podcast. But 
it's you know if you want to live in this place where you can have 5,000 different pronouns and you want the government to give you free paychecks because you don't want to work and if you want it if you want that California's your spot and mm-hmm. and go there and and we're gonna work hard here in the Midwest and we're gonna have he's and she's and traditional marriage and I mean, you name it. Like, hey, and it's okay. We're not going to try to fight you. We're not going to go try to take away what you have. Leave us alone. Right. We'll leave you alone. And everything's going to be hunky-dory. You know, we can still do trade deals and stuff <clears throat> like that. Why not? You know, it, it, but it's like these you know, people. It's, it's funny, too, because when you watch, like, <clears throat> you know, Discovery Channel or, or whatever, you see these different cultures in different places where they – they have, you know, different meal times or different food they eat or, or different customs or uh, a different thing that men or women do in certain situations. And mm-hmm. we all think that's neat and cool and we'd love to travel and experience that. But when we come to this country, which is weird because this country's huge and there's 300 plus million people, we expect everything to be the same from the east to the west. You know, yeah. whether it's government or everybody has McDonald's or whatever. And we still like to pretend like, you know, like barbecue, for example, right? You know, there's mm-hmm. Texas, Kansas City, Memphis, East Coast, you know, whatever. Everybody's got a kind of barbecue. And, and we acknowledge that. But yet when it comes to the bigger cultural issues, you know, whether it's you know, politics or religion or, you know, marriage or whatever, we don't allow anybody to be different. And that's strange and disappointing because it seems like, you know, we're uniquely set up to allow all of these differences to flourish, right? Because what happens when you allow people to be truly different and, and by, you know, the word diversity has been ruined because any now, anytime now when somebody says diversity, what they really mean is just, you look different from me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And what they really mean is, you know, left wing, right. We need more left wing right. people who look different than the white guy. Right. And that's all it is. But real diversity would be, you know, a difference of ideas and a difference of, of customs and a difference of uh, ways of living life. Uh And uh, we shit on that for some reason. And that kind of baffles me because you would think it would be the opposite. You would want 50 different things to sort of compete freely and fairly in nature. And then if some cultures end up outperforming others, well, then that the result of that performance, you know, the perceived benefit is the encouragement for other people to, adopt parts of that culture into theirs so that theirs can be successful too. I mean, that's, that's how everybody gets better, you know, in a hundred years is by letting the best culture win. Cause I mean, you can do that without having to be a smash grab war thing. Mm-hmm. And some of that though, it makes me wonder if that's why we ended up in this weird diversity hole, because, you know, if a corporation is all about not having risk you know, but they have to have diversity, but they can't have diversity be actual differences. They need it to all be about conformity. Then, you know, naturally they're going to smoosh everybody into a box and say, look, you're all different, even though you're all the fucking same. Right. I don't know. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I think that, uh, it's great to have diversity, like you were saying, but there's a ton of people out there that they say they want to have diversity, yet they want to push every ideal on, on like us. And, right. you know, it's it's like the traditional way of doing things. And it's funny because I'm not even a traditional type of person. I mean, I, I am, but I'm not like a super religious guy. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't care if people are gay. I mean, you know, but it's like sure. if you do, if you are a traditional person, you go to church on Sunday and you, you're a guy and you married a woman and you have two kids – 
it's like that's looked down upon now. The yeah. regular way of living for the world, I mean, most of the people in the world is now like, that's not right. You need to have a daughter who identifies as a son, and you should be married to the same sex and church. Uh, get that out of here, because that's bad. And it's like, what? And, you know, they're, they're, they just want to push that on on everybody. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck? You know? I don't know. Um that this 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 whole shit's crazy. It's just it's just getting worse and worse and worse too. And yeah. it, it's like that whole thing we sent today and we were talking about the the lists. Like what? You know right. this and this is the second time Democrats have talked about making lists. It's like it was the first ones was AOC and her fucking group of friends were talking about making lists for anybody who was a Trump supporter. And we know you, and we got a list, and it's like, that's bad. Like, hold on, back up. That's real fucking bad. Because when right. you start making lists about people, and it's like, so what are you going to do with this list? Well, like the one today was talking about, they were gonna, the Democrats were going to make lists for anybody that worked was part of the Trump administration. So, okay, hold, so basically you're saying that you're, you're never going to work again. We're going to ensure it. And it's like, well, that's, that's holy fuck. That, yeah. That's illegal. One, that's illegal. For now, it's illegal. And it's like, that's just, that's, I mean, you guys, that's one, two, three, four steps closer to communism. I mean, just, we're just, right. we're just walking right towards it. And these people, it's, you know, they always think that they're doing everything for, for the good. They're not doing this with ill intentions. And like, like, stop, step back. You know, I, I got into a our argument and I told you guys about it the other day, but for the listeners, I was on Instagram commenting because it's what I do sometimes. And it was on a CNN deal. And Joe Biden, I mean, we all heard that we all heard his speech. And he said, if that you can't tell me that if that was Black Lives Matter protesters going into that Capitol building, that that wouldn't have ended in violence. And in 1967, when and I don't know, I, I was saying when racial tensions were higher, but they may be higher now. Who knows? Um, but in 1967, the Black Panthers, which is, you know, that's BLM is the same thing for the most part. You know, the Black Panthers carrying fucking guns invaded the Capitol building. It did not end in violence. Everything was fine. And so Joe Biden says this. And some people, the woman who who commented happened to be a woman of color. So. I'm like, hey, listen. I said, no. I said, he's full of shit. I said, he's just pulling at your heartstrings. I was like, he's just trying to play with your emotions because in 1967, yeah. this happened. Joe Biden was 25 years old at the time. So he does remember this. And then she's like, the woman comes back and basically we, we went back and forth a couple times. But she said, no one wants to hear your history lesson here and, and, and something like that. And I said, well, no, hold and called me a clown. And I was like, I'm the clown. I said, I'm, I'm right. giving you actual facts that happened in history. Right. That right. It's like, so history, that, that's not important. You just want to, you're, you're just listening. You're, you're playing right into his game. That, and that's the Democrat way is to always, yeah. it's always like, what's the emotional argument? I'm going to go after that because when you get someone in the fields, that's where it really counts. And instead yep. of thinking logically. And, and, and Joe Biden is a master of that. I oh, mean, people yeah. forget Hillary called him the best retail politician of all time, which is basically he's really good at shaking hands and, and making people feel like he cares. And he did that in his debates with Trump, even. Uh, mm -hmm. People need to notice there was a point where he, you know, they ask him a question 
and he looks at the camera. He doesn't look at the moderator. And then he says, for those of you at home who are reaching over in the bed or there's an empty chair at the table and da, 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 da he's not saying anything substantive about what he would do about an issue. Uh-uh. He's just tugging at your heartstrings, right? Yeah. They want to get you with emotion, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. And that's what they do, right? And then they pretend like they have facts, but their facts aren't really facts. They're just some sort of abstract feeling. And that's why you can never, you know, kind of get at those people because they're not playing by the 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 world of you know facts and history and logic they're playing by my feelings right now in the moment and i even had you know some some liberal people i know you know at the time you know they they eat that stuff up and they, and they think that it's meaningful and and stuff and it's just like no man that's just that's what a really good con man does that's the yeah kind of the cliche used car salesman oh i'm gonna take care of you this thing's great Oh yeah, you got a wife and kid. Oh, you'll love this. You know what I mean? Like that Fuck whole yeah. routine yeah. that everybody knows is bullshit. It's mm-hmm. become a cliche, but somehow when it comes to politics, people gobble that shit up left and right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about how many, you know, that he says things. We're, you know, like, and, and they all do it, no matter what side they're on. But they, hey, when they campaign, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this when I when I'm president. Okay. Instead, we just went to war. We spent a whole bunch of fucking money, and we killed half the country. You know. Yeah. And <laughs> it's okay. You know, I, I said it, you know, a while back was, you know, it's it's the Democrat Democrats used to be 1960 Democrat was anti-war and mm-hmm. they're not anymore. They're not anymore. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden will sit here and talk about how war is so bad and talk. And then it's like, as soon as that motherfucker takes office, we're going to start. We're going to send more troops. I mean, it's like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. They want to cut the military budget, but then they want to send everybody to war. Like, OK. Right. Yeah, I who knows, man. This I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, maybe the aliens show up soon. So hey, you know, that's supposed that to happen. I think we got all out. I sh- I should have done a countdown. I think we probably we probably have like 165 days or something like that until you know. Remember they snuck that. Yeah, some, part sometime of the, in June, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was in part of the the national the National Defense Authorization Act. They snuck that that deal into the uh, the COVID relief package that supposedly right. all these i don't know all these organizations cia fbi nsa i mean everybody's supposed to reveal everything they have i i want to know you know i mean this is supposed to be the year of aliens it's all over the news well it hadn't been as of late but you know a week or so ago it was all over the place so well i think that's about the only way to follow up 2020 would be aliens yeah yeah well and, and you know covid covid's gonna disappear now I think I sent yeah. you guys. You actually, I sent one, and you sent one too. I think it was you. But it's the the new strain. Now they yeah. now the CDC saying that doesn't exist. That's all false. That's all fake. It's like okay, right? So all right, you already <clears throat> there. There is a strain. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to say I know 100 percent for sure is a strain. But viruses mutate, so there's there's a strain. Most likely there's a strain. But now you're already saying that doesn't exist. That's fake. That's fake news. Okay, right. so you're going to get that out of here, so we don't got to worry about that anymore. And then we got the vaccine. And we know it's not going to fucking work like it says it is. You know, 99.7% for people in our age group that survive and the vaccine's like 95% effective. So, okay. All right. You know, but hey, we got this miracle drug and it's it's going to go away. COVID is going to go away. So Democrats are going to, we cured COVID. You know, we created it and then we cured it a year later. Um, we're going to give you guys all tons of stimulus money every six months because, well, COVID took such a huge toll and eventually they're going to legalize marijuana. Right. And then the alien's going to come down and fuck us all in the ass. Pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think on the the second strain of COVID thing, uh, you know, kind of the conspiracy thought in me is that, well, of course, they're going to say that it doesn't exist because if there's already a second strain that, like, say the vaccine doesn't work against, Uh it makes it even more worthless for people that are on the fence about the vaccine to say, why should I get a vaccine if it's just going to be a never ending rush of vaccines for something that probably isn't going to hurt me too bad anyway. A lot like the flu, right? Like, like the flu shot. How many people don't get a flu shot? <laughs> right. So and fine. naturally they can't have that. They have to have you thinking that the vaccine is a miracle fix. Mm-hmm. And then in two years, they'll acknowledge that, oh, there's a mystery strain. But thankfully, because we're saint government, you know, we have this program to crank out these awesome vaccines real quick. So we've already got it cured. See, look at my administration. We nipped this thing in the bud. Oh yeah. You know, sure. And they will have known about it for two years at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, what if all this is, is the Democrats are just really fucking good at playing the game. They are. I mean, Republicans got to catch up. Yeah. I think it's well, like they try to be noble and it's like, I'm all about nobility, you know, and, and doing the right thing. But at the same time in it's war. I mean, let's be honest. This is war yeah. in, in war. It's okay to play dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. We, we've got to, they've got to do something different because the, that are all the or all the conservatives that are in Hollywood or ninety percent not Hollywood, the fuck I say Hollywood for in Congress, all the the ninety percent of conservatives in Congress are just Democrats at heart, and, and they don't want to tell anybody. Yeah, I mean, there's always that conspiracy too. You know, I I had a funny uh, analogy the other day in in, in abusive relationships, like uh, th- we'll say guy because guys are most 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 of the time the abusers. They they beat they beat the woman and the woman never leaves the guy because they uh the guy makes the woman feel like that the woman needs the guy. It's a psychological thing. Yeah. That's what this is. We're in an abusive relationship with the government. And uh, I think it was, you know, the word sedition kept getting thrown around the other day. And you know, right. that's basically us leaving the government, you know, taking over. We're gonna have a revolution and that's illegal. Of course, and it's like, well, hold on, that's what the country is founded on. I mean, the country was literally founded on that, but, but uh, you know, we're in a rebu- an abusive relationship with these people. They, they, they need us to think that we need them. Yes. But as soon as we figure out that we, which we don't, I mean, if anybody's curious out there, we do not need the government. But as soon as the mass of people figure out that we don't need them, that's the minute that they're, they're gone, they're done. I mean... So, right. yeah, we're just in an abusive relationship. We're yeah, gonna, we should make well, a that's t-shirt. The thing people need to think about, too, is that, I mean, you're not really free if you can't leave. And so as much as they say sedition, I mean, you can frown on, hey, I understand you want to leave, but that doesn't mean you can burn my house down. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. But I want to leave. I should be able to leave. Right. And so for conservatives, I think the issue now needs to be it needs to be doubling down on the state legislatures, right? Because even all this election stuff, if you really had control of your state legislature and had people in there that were really on your team, you know, you could you could undo stuff like this real easy. I mean, oh, it's yeah. set up to give the states more power than the feds when it comes to stuff like this. But yeah. we haven't put ourselves in a position, right, as, as people who lean conservative to to do that. So if you want out, you know, and you think this woke shit is going to just get worse and whatnot, you need to start getting your state prepared to, you know, in 20 or 50 years, pull a Brexit, right? Mm -hmm. Which should be less of an issue in the U.S. than it is over there for whatever reason. But that's going to be what I think needs to happen ultimately is 
you know, people have to start walking away. Say, thanks, but no thanks. I'm out of here. Yeah, we've given entirely too much control to the federal government. It wasn't set up like this. For some reason, we've turned it into this. And, you know, actually, Crenshaw even said that. And another thing I was listening to, he's talking about we need to focus on state legislators. And and I agree, 100%. You know, it does make sense. But it's going to take a long time. It is. It's going to take a long time, and then the issues are complicated, and then state issues tend to be boring, right? They're not as sexy as federal issues. So it's going to be harder to get people engaged and get people to stop thinking about the sort of celebrity appeal of national politics, right? You know, the president and the drama and the scandals and, and whatever, you know, bring it all closer to home. Uh-huh. And it's not as exciting, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's going to mean more because, you know, that's who's going to have more control over your life. I mean, as much as people talk about like this vaccine and the COVID thing, I mean, people need to think about that. Like the federal government can't make you get a vaccine. Your state government absolutely can. Like if, if uh, Laura Kelly in Kansas said, this vaccine is mandatory. And if you say no, you have to spend, you know, three months in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, you can fight that out in court, but they can legally do that. The states absolutely have the right to do that. Now, they probably won't. You know, at minimum, it would be like a fine or your kids can't go to school or, you know, something a little bit more innocuous. But uh, that power's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, people should realize that, that, you know, the states in the end, that, that's, that's what's going to matter because that's where you're at. Right, right. People got to remember where there's 50 individual states here. Yeah. It's not, it's not, we're not, we are one country, yes, but we're almost like 50 small countries. And people need it. It's high time people remember. Um, I mean, absolutely. We shouldn't, honestly, we shouldn't even care who the president is. I mean, no, you really shouldn't. We should and, be. And even then, the only things the president does is essentially foreign policy is the big one. That's the area where the president has the most influence. All the other questions they always ask the president about, like almost have nothing to do with the presidency. Right. Right. So I I don't know. It's all frustrating. It is so, so damn frustrating. Everybody, this, the like social media has been on, on fire the last, you know, probably three days with everything that happened on January 6th. And, and everybody is just the the tweets and the Instagrams and the I guess I don't have Facebook anymore, but talking about you know that it's this was a, a terrorist act and then people cannot believe that this happened right. in this country. And meanwhile, I'm over here saying, who? Why didn't anybody bring gas? I mean, yeah. what the yeah, fuck? No <laughs> you know? Well, no, that, that gets back to what we were at earlier. Is like, I mean, for the people that were there, it's. <clears throat> I mean, if you're gonna do that. You have to do it. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if you really intend to like, if you're going to go take the Capitol, you, you go take the Capitol, right? You don't leave until they make you leave. And when I say make you leave, I don't mean like the loudspeaker said you have to go at four. Uh-huh. I mean, make them carry you out. Like if you yep. want to make your statement, make your statement. Don't just run up there for a selfie moment and then bail. Yeah. Right. They should have, they should have brought fucking chains or zip ties or duct tape and tape themselves, lock themselves to every fucking chair in there. Right. Wore diapers and fucking camped out in there. Set, you know, I don't know. They do something. It's like, honestly, all summer long, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they protested like crazy and it's like, no, that's how you should. I mean, I'm not saying go be violent and stuff like that and burn everything down, but like 
that's guys that's how we should be protesting you know yeah it's like it's like honestly it looked like amateurs it really did yeah well i think the sort of the it i mean the idiocy of filming yourself in the act of doing stuff like that like yeah i mean what are you doing man well, even you I know, was like, like, what, what are you expecting? Yeah, I was reading uh, uh, a lot of like fit comments on uh, the Twitter from when the the protests were happening, and Antifa people and and Black Lives Matter were actually making fun of the the MAGA dudes and and the Proud Boys yeah. in DC, and they're like, "You guys aren't even wearing masks," and it's like, I'm not an advocate of face masks, but if you're gonna be out there, we're everybody's taking your picture and everybody's carrying a cell phone right? and you know, you're going to do something that's illegal. Why are you letting them see your face? Why right. are you taking, you know, they're, they're over there doing photo shoots and it's like, yeah. you know, the, you, you, you keep seeing the last couple of days, you know, the, the facial recognition software and yada, yada, yada. It's like, not mm-hmm. most of that is just, I mean, yeah, they're out there trying to like scare people. And, and I know we got facial re- recognition software, but at the same time, most of that is, Everybody's putting shit all over social media. None yep. of those people had anything. I mean, a handful had like masks on, but I mean, it, it, all it took was you know this guy, this guy who knows this guy, and he's and he's a lefty. He's like, hey, I knew that guy was, and here's here's his info, here's where he lives, and, and that's all it took. Right, <laughs> like, like amateurs, fucking amateurs. I mean, yeah, all the way around, all the way around. We need. We need more of it, though. I'm 100% in support of going back and protesting again. And like you said, going in there and locking yourself to the fucking chair and waiting until they have to remove you. Sure. Well, and the problem with that whole protest is, you know, just from a trying to be an effective protest is there was no leadership. No. It it was just a leaderless mob of people doing whatever the hell they wanted to do. Well, that's because the leader left them. You know, that was the problem. Because I I would like to think that an organized thing would have been more like, Hey, if we're going to go in here and go through the trouble of, you know, going through the doors, then, you know, we're going to sit in the chairs and, you know, let them take pictures of us in here sitting peacefully and then, and then go. And, uh, it wasn't that, and, you know, and it wasn't a, a violent statement really as much as the media one. I mean, they keep wanting to say, you know, an insurrection or a battle and definitely wasn't. Oh my God. I think they've changed a the definition of what a riot and a protest is. Like yeah. A, a riot now is... A protest and a protest is a riot. <laughs> the it's the hypocrisy. I mean, they the 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 left is a hypocratic bunch of fucking idiots. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 wild. It's crazy, man. I mean, definitely. We'll see what uh we'll see what comes of it all. But yeah. Anywho, I guess other than that, how have things been? Oh, can't complain. Uh, ready for the weather to warm up and start camping and doing more stuff outside. God, I'm so fucking ready. It. I walked outside earlier today and I was like, I fucking hate this weather. I you don't. know, this morning it sucked. It was really cold, but kind of more in the afternoon, it wasn't too bad. I went out and yeah. cleaned out the chicken coop and cleaned out the shop and stuff like that. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for it to warm up. I'm, I am. I'm so ready to go. Go back to the lake, go back camping, go just do things. I just, I, I don't, I mean, I live in Kansas because it's where I was basically born and raised and all my family's here, but I would love to go down south further, you know? Sure. I mean, Oklahoma's nice. Uh, Hell, Texas. 
but still parts of Texas are still okay. Yeah. Where it's just not fucking cold all the time. I mean, it's not cold all the time here, I guess, but I, I just hate winter. I mean, I know it's only like three or four months out of the year, but still it just blows because yeah. I'm an outside guy, you know, generally in the summertime, like I'm not at work. I'm, I'm out in the garage or I'm out, I'm out in the backyard or I'm outside. And yeah, this time of year, I, I get so bored and just get kind of, you're just being cooped up. It just drives me up the wall. Definitely. That's why I've been digging this raspberry pie so much lately. It's because right, it's getting, yeah, it's giving me something to do in this, this shitty ass time of year. But yeah, my birthday is next month. I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get me a 3d printer and <clears throat> yes. see what I got to do to start making models. I don't know if they just use like cat or if there's something else they do just something to fool around with and i they i know some use cat because we were talking about them a while back so i got to look in a little bit just i've always wanted one and i actually didn't mm-hmm. realize they were that cheap or you could get one that cheap i just guess you should say yeah i should yeah. say um but i it would be great to have one i mean if anything i would just make little star wars characters Right, yeah, just something to screw around with, <laughs> right. and nothing else. I, you know, yeah. daughter can get a kick out of it, and it's something kind of techy and nerdy for yeah. you know, her to see and get involved with. So, yeah, I want to, I want to. So I was talking about, you know, I got, I got really, I'm digging in deep with this Raspberry Pi thing. I'm gonna buy, end up buying probably two or three more. Um, and you know, one of the projects, I was like, I think it'd be super cool to have a. They call them car pewters or car PCs, and it's just basically the pie in your vehicle replaces your radio and there's tons of yeah. you know the, the the aftermarket for these raspberry pies is just fucking huge so you can mm-hmm. get pretty much whatever you want and i but i need you know when you buy an aftermarket stereo you buy the the mounting hardware for it it comes with it you know or you can you know you, you get it when you buy it so yeah. but with this it's like this is all i mean there's a there's no one out there that makes it so man a 3d printer but then I don't even know how to go about starting to like design that kind. Of, you know, how would I know? I mean, just draw it out and then trial and error. I mean, holy shit! Right, measure and everything. I just would. I mean, it, it probably. I guess what you probably have to do. But yeah, as far as I know, that would be what it would be. It would be a measuring and drawing. Well, yeah, I got everything set up today. I tell you, I got a. I set a server up, a storage server in my house, and then. Uh, I'm gonna buy a uh, an external hard drive for it so I can. I mean, it's a it's a storage server right now with about I don't know. I think there's like eight gigs of of available space on the, the memory card that's in it right now. But I'm gonna buy an external yeah. hard drive, and I'm actually so I'm gonna make a web server. Basically, I'm gonna make my own cloud platform. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't know if I'm gonna be able to ever get rid of iCloud because sure. It works so seamlessly with Apple, obviously. Everything automatically backs up to it. But I think it would be super cool to be able to access my server, you know, wherever I'm at. Because, you know, at home I have to be connected to the network. And it works great. I mean, I set up a network printer today, and I've never, like, we the, the printer, it is, it's a wireless printer, but it's not an AirPlay printer, so it doesn't work with Apple. But once I was able to connect it to the network that I made, or the or you know to the server to make a printer server, it uh I just print right from my phone. I was like, this is fucking amazing. I was like, I've always wanted to be able to print from my phone. I don't know why, but I think it was just kind of neat, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, man. I'm gonna 
finish that up. I'm still going to make my, I'm going to buy another one and make one into a dedicated recording studio. And I think I'm going to buy that, that screen with it. And I'm going to use this uh, audio interface. It's basically, that's like the soundboard at that point. But I kind of want to make one unit. So yeah, get your 3D printer and I'll pay you. And you can like design like a tray where my audio interface can fit in it. But like there a spot go. for the screen to like, you know, like, so it's kind of at an angle, you know, because I don't know. I think just be badass. I don't know why. Just sure. Be cool. Yeah. Anyways. Well, that's been about an hour and a half. I think it's a pretty good episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll work. So, all right, man. Cool. All right. Sounds good. All man. right, man. Talk to you later. Yep. See you.